Dub bears. Dub bears. I love the bears. Are you ready for some meatballs? Good day to you all. Thanks for listening to the Meatball Composer. Well, we've got some happenings with the Bears. We finally got an A-Rob answer. And I'm uh, going to talk to Mark about that. And still we got Russell Wilson rumors that just will not go away. And, you know, that's... Uh, well, I'm going to hold on to hope. As long as it's there. You know what I'm saying? Keeping that hope. That maybe, just maybe the Bears can land a franchise quarterback. So we're going to talk about that. And also, big news for Mark, he has a book that's coming up soon. So I'm going to ask him about that, talk about that just a little bit. And uh, let's uh, I'll go get him, and let's get this going. The Bears! The, the Bears! Bears. The Bears. Hello. Hello. Hello! Hello! Hi. You having a good day, man? Pretty good. We're on coronacation. I got four kids, oh. three kids and a wife. With, I, I think I only have three kids. Three kids and a <laughs> wife who all tested positive. I'm good, but since my vaccine's not been uh, long enough, I could still spread it. So we're all home. Oh, that's right. Now, did you get dose two? Yes, you did. Yeah, okay. Right. Not not a lot of fun. Definitely had the antibodies kicking in and a little achy and a fever, light light yeah. fever. Didn't sleep great the one night, but totally fine now. Other than this microchip in my arm, but yeah, was, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that one already. Yeah. Yeah. I um. Did, did you did you get Moderna or Pfizer? Moderna. You got okay. I have another uh, friend back home who uh, um, had Moderna, and same thing. He had a fever after dose number two. And uh, like twelve hours, then it was then it was okay. But I got Pfizer, so I'm not sure what to expect. Whenever our Moderna and Pfizer overlords press the button, then we have to go to war with (laughs) robots. Yes, Skynet. (laughs) Skynet is self-aware. Skynet has become self-aware. Moderna. It is a lie. Pfizer. Pfizer, I'm coming to get you, Pfizer. Get to the chopper, Moderna. Nice. So we we have breaking news, though. Oh, hit me, hit me. Finally, a decently long-term solution to a position that has vexed the Bears for a number of years. They are finally getting this position turned around. I couldn't be more thrilled for everybody involved. Chris? Yes? I am ecstatic. The Bears have a kicker. They have agreed to a three-year deal with Cairo Santos. Uh, yay! Did, did you like that setup? You know, yeah, that was well done. Very nice. He broke records for the franchise he in a did. single season. He deserved it. It's like three years, 11 million, but they're going to, it says five years, but it's two, two of them aren't guaranteed. So it's really three by 11, which is like three a year, a little over that, right? So like just shy of four a year. And uh, I guess that's the going rate for a kicker who doesn't stink and hit the upright and the crossbar both. So we'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Now he's, 
it's pretty clear or pretty obvious to guarantee that he's not going to be as good next year. I mean, he was no, really good. If he's like year. 80% of what exactly. he was this year, he'd still be pretty darn good. That's what I was going to say. It, and it was nice to have a kicker that um, – um, well, none of the – did we have games that really rode on him missing any or not? There are – were there? Blackpool? I can't even remember. I've blocked the year out already. I don't, yeah, we just <laughs> move on. We have a kicker, Dan Bernstein. The first third <laughs> of the special teams battery, if you will, is back. And now hopefully life can go on without the long snapper and the punter signed yet. But I'm pretty sure they'll get taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a good thing. You know, I mock, but yeah, it's nice. Did, to have did a... you hear that when, when Bernstein was freaking out about the special teams not being I heard... signed? I'm like, Dude, it's like Tuesday before. It's like chill out. Like, what are you doing? It's March eighth or whatever. I heard about it. I think you told me about it, but I haven't listened in a while. So it was. Yeah, you're not missing much. Podcasts are where it's at. Well, it, every year, sports radio hits a you know February and March hits a a, a slow you know slow spell because well at least for me because I really don't care about college basketball. It's the I mean, IQ dip in the Chicago sports radio at February March. It's bad. It's right. More I mean, on that some other time. Just I mean, I heard I heard stuff. Illinois is doing well in basketball. That's cool. But, yeah, you know, other than three. that, nice. my fair weather fan is enjoying it. <laughs> so, you know, fair weather Illini fan. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, yeah. every twenty years I get to care. Mm-hmm. Not a bad gig. Hey, it, it, I, I wish I could those... do that with the Bears. Gosh, how much oh. less stressed would I be on a regular basis? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Bears. And well, you already talked about Cairo Santos. So, what else you got? Yeah, some big news about uh, our best player on offense. A A Rob, A Rob has been tagged, he's been slapped with the tag. He will be. Oh my gosh, I'm so surprised. Oh, (laughs) all the hand wringing last week. You mean it went down to the last day like it always does? That's another thing I just couldn't handle in the media circus. was Everybody was all worked up that they weren't going to tag him. They were going to tag him in September, it was obvious. Now, what do you say to the Bears fan who says, oh, no, it's going to be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to have to bust him, out the bleep button there what? for that one. <laughs> Just <laughs> I was I was talking about West Side Story, you know. A Rob. A Rob. What do you say to the Bears fan that says, a Rob's disgruntled, and he's not gonna, you know, do his best. He may even sit out. What do you say to the Bears fan who says that? Because I've already ran into a couple. Oh, they're there. Um, this is an overall point that I feel like I'm having to make a lot in just like messaging conversations with people who usually, you know, they agreed anyway. But there's a lot of people, even in the media, like the hub arkishes of the world, who seem kind of out of touch Hello. with how the league is working now. I would tell the same thing to that fan. Like, yeah, they get tagged. They throw a hissy fit. And unless they're Le'Veon Bell, who's like the poster child for what not to do when you're tagged, they play. Mm-hmm. And there's still a chance the Bears will work out a long-term deal with him. Maybe they're waiting to settle the quarterback and other things first. That'd be my guess. I mean, I know they're over the cap, but you can always finagle it. Um, so I would just tell people to relax. He's going to throw his Twitter hissy fit. He threw it in the middle of the season for crying out loud. He's, he's absolutely going to like tweets here and there that are going to like be passive aggressive and he's a wonderful player and a pretty good guy. And I want him back. I'm glad he's back and let's all chill out. 
And I think you should also point out, too, the fact that mid-season, when he was being quite vocal about how unhappy he was, it did not affect his play at all. Yeah, he had a weird interception thing at the beginning of the year, but he was fine afterwards. He's a tremendous Mm -hmm. player. They would be totally a disaster on offense without him. Mm -hmm. And then it's a must to bring him back. But just all the hand-wringing about it was quite comical. As as incompetent as Pace is at one thing, finding a QB, he's not dumb enough not to have tagged A-Rob. It's like this was always going to happen at the bare minimum. Now you can trade him. You can extend him. I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's the options now are there. And so we'll see. Yeah. I, I was trying to remember. I think Lance Briggs is the last bear great player that I remember that got tagged once, maybe twice. And, you know, was Probably unhappy. They, they tagged somebody recently and he wasn't too happy about it, but he was never like as good as Briggs or Robinson. Yeah. But after they tagged Briggs, then they worked out a long deal. So. I mean, there is bare uh, precedent. It was a different regime, but yeah. Of, of, of examples of that happening league-wide. Players can be mad about the tag all they want, and it is pretty ridiculous, but it's in the CBA. Until it's not in the CBA, Correct. teams are going to use it in precisely these situations. Mm-hmm. And I still think the Bears did it this way. They said, we're not giving them Keenan Allen money right now because the cap's going to go down. And we're going to see what the market bears for these other receivers. They're going to let Galladay sign. And they're going to say, hey, Rob. Mm. And because of the cap going down to 182 and a half, there's going to be less in the pie for even the star players, especially the mid-level players. But I think a few stars will take less money than they would have. And I think they might be playing the long run, the long con here. And we'll see what transpires. Or A-Rob, if he was smart, would say, you know what? I'm cool. We'll play this year out. And we'll see about a deal next year when the cap goes sky high again. <laughs> yeah. And 182, that's about what was being speculated, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or maybe 180. I think oh. everybody had it 180 to 185, and then it met right in the middle, of course. Yeah. Yep. But I think you're right. I think, you know, the plan is, or the uh, the thinking is, we want A-Rob, we got to keep A-Rob, but we got to get the quarterback figured out first so let's not commit the big money to a rub yet or at least how we could structure something until we know who's going to be slinging the ball and what if they get a stud is he going to be like oh yeah never mind i want to stay right like there are right ways the qb could affect a rub's thinking too that are relatively believable is this a good transition point that's what i'm going for yeah nice so (laughs) yeah let's botch it (laughs) You know, as a composer, I'm an expert at transitions. So yes, mm-hmm. but that was kind of clunky. Keys or, or I don't know. I gotta yeah. ask the uh, I gotta ask the professor of worship bands about that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, no, uh, oh gee, they don't change the key. What are you talking about? Anyway, uh, so QBs. The, the Russell Wilson talk is not going away. No, it's been absolutely hilarious if you're a total degenerate like me and you stay up till 1130 <laughs> refreshing various websites and Bears Reddit. Uh, it was actually really fun last night because Vegas pulled the prop. Mm, yes. I don't gamble, but Reddit tells me these things, as does a few uh, few friends. But anyway, as do a few friends. Words are hard. And uh, the, the last time they pulled the prop bets on the player's destination were Carson Wentz and J.J. Watt. And then, like, the next day, they had a new team. And so Vegas, mm. you know, always knows. 
Mm -hmm. So people were kind of freaking out, and we had some fun with it, and I was having fun with it because they pulled his his prop bet. And then the Bears' odds went up a little, which nowhere near enough for you to think, oh, they got Russell Wilson, Mm -hmm. and Vegas knows it. But it was fun, and it just continues to be all over the Twitter sphere. And guys like Michael Silver, who's a Seattle beat reporter, I believe, are all over the disconnect in Seattle. I think there's a decent amount to this still. I mean, it seems like these things take forever, but I think it's 50-50 they trade him. If they trade him, I think it favors the Bears. It sure seems like it. Like it's he's made it very clear that Chicago would be a destination he'd want to, you know, he'd be okay with. Well, I mean, the conversation has to proceed on two lines: like why is Seattle trading him, and then to whom, right? So mm-hmm. why is Seattle trading him? The fundamental disconnect between the sun and the moon, right? You know, Carol and and Russell Wilson and their huge egos are no longer going to get along. Mm-hmm. And I don't even mean that as a diss. Like they're both really well accomplished. They both have totally different philosophies on how to win football games and what they're wanting to achieve and they agreed to part ways that's a 50 50 thing i think at this point okay yeah it, i don't know for some reason i feel like he's going to leave like they're going to yeah, i do him. too but i mean they could keep him for a year I, who knows i'm just trying not to put the cart before the horse yeah i don't think... a lot of smoke though like it seems like right I don't think that Houston's going to trade Watson, but I do think Seattle's going to trade Wilson. And I, I don't really have any evidence other than just a gut feeling. I don't know. When's the last time a QB pitched as much of a fit as Watson and wasn't traded? Has this happened before? Because Wilson's um, not pitching a fit. He's just like, I'm tired of being sacked. I want to throw the ball more. Yeah. Carol doesn't answer anyone. I'm kind of annoyed. That's not good. But Watson's like, trade me, you incompetent buffoon. <laughs> you know, like, so I could see both of them being traded. I hope they're both traded to be more fun. I'm all in for the QB carousel. I mean, I've been doing the Bears QB carousel my whole life. Did you know, yes, Chris, sir, I'm that the Packers have had Favre and Rogers. The Bears had had 623 starting quarterbacks. Oh, you know, really? Oh, so my really goodness. At the carousel. Wow. But, that's a big but, difference. Uh, so let's just say that, that the Seahawks are trading Wilson. Yes. We have a confirmed trade list. We've talked about this. There's we do. Four teams on it. The Bears managed to make the cut. The Cowboys, Saints, and Raiders are the other three. The Saints are like a record $75 million over the cap when they released it, and they've already been like restructuring and cutting people. But it's kind of hard to imagine them making this work. Mm-hmm. Like if you think the Bears cap situation is bad, we got nothing on the Saints. So New Orleans is out. Let's just call it. They're out. Dallas just gave a humongous and hilarious contract oh to your boy. Oh, my gosh. Wait, whoa. What do you mean, my boy? What are you talking about? Top three QB, according to you. Well, I'll just, nope. What? In the NFC East. Are you? <laughs> I don't know, my friend. I said yeah. in the NFC East. I, I do think he is a top three in the NFC East. There, yes. See, I saved it. That's true. Okay. Give thank me a second. You. All right. Uh, and then the Raiders, right, I mean, they pressure. would definitely be a threat if they were interested, but they have Carr, and I don't know. We just don't know anything coming out of there. So that looks fairly good for the Bears having it a does. shot at this. And, you know, if, if uh, Wilson somehow went to the – I almost said Oakland, but if he went to the Raiders, well, then, hey, let's trade for uh, Derek Carr. He's a big going back still? to Seattle oh, I don't in know. that deal. I don't know. But That's people say, point. I've heard this on the radio several times, 
and seen it on Twitter several times. Well, the Bears can't get them. They don't have the assets. Hub Arkish wrote another article about how the Bears can't do this. And it's like, they can. You just throw enough first-round picks at it. You could call that reckless. You could call it stupid. You could call it impractical. But you can't call it impossible. I don't know, man. I'm a fan of trading known commodities for unknown commodities. Nothing's more overrated than an NFL first-round pick. It seems like a no-brainer to me. Like, oh, we can't give up the, this first-round pick for a player that might turn out to be bad for this player who we know is already good and has a championship. And did he ever? Did Wilson ever win an MVP? Does he have an MVP? No, he, he doesn't even get a vote for some reason. It's a, the weirdest thing. But he's the top three or four QB. Yeah, top five for I mean, sure, absolutely. Do you want to go through? Should we torture everyone with the list of Bears first-round draft picks? In oh memory? yes. Torture me, yes. Everyone is so determined they can't do this. Mm -hmm. All right. 2020, 2019, Khalil Mack. Worth it. We're going to have in a while. 2018, Roquan. Worth it. Very good. Eight? I don't know about eight. Great player. But the position is still not super viable. But but he's definitely good. Mitch. Yeah. Nice guy. Leonard Floyd. Oh, Kevin White. Oh, oh, Kyle Fuller. Well, not okay. too bad. Solid player. All right. So the gap between Kyle Fuller and Roquan Smith is three picks. That's basically what everyone says Seattle will want three picks and some other stuff. So you're telling me you can't trade Kevin White, Leonard Floyd, and Mr. <laughs> Bisky for Russell Wilson? I think I would do that. All right. Lest I be yeah. accused of low hanging fruit here, you know, plucking the low hanging fruit. To, uh, 2012, Shea McClellan. Oh. Over Chandler oh. Jones. I'm still mad about that. I, I wanted know. Chandler I, I was know. so mad about that. Yep. 2011, Gabe Karimi. Oh, boy. That, 2010 oh. and 2009, Jay Cutler. You know, I, I do that again. No question. No question. 2008, Chris Williams. Yeah, that was bad, too. Yeah. 2007, too stupid to make an offense fit him, Greg Olson. Yeah, possibly the worst trade in uh, the last uh, few decades for the Bears was trading Greg Olson just to All fit right. Mike March's so, lack of a yes, tight end. So stupid. Oh, that infuriated me. I was like, why would you do this? You have a revolving door at corner. This guy should yeah. be the Bears tight end for 12 years. It sorry, I went so into a bad. soliloquy there. I'm sorry. It was so bad. All right, well, let me play my game again from Kyle Long to Greg Olson. We have Shane McClellan, Gabe Karimi, a trade. We'll throw those out. And Chris Williams. You won't trade Chris Williams, Gabe Karimi, and <laughs> Shane McClellan for Russell Wilson? Uh-huh. Holy no, crap, first... better than the other deal. Yeah. <laughs> this right. is a run of three picks that the Bears are just as likely to completely blow. Correct. That's uh, what I said. I... I want known commodities over unknown. No brainer. Our next one. Up to 2006, they traded it to Buffalo for a couple seconds, I think. Then it goes Cedric Benson, Tommy yeah. Harris, great until he was hurt. Yeah, oh, he Rex was Grossman, hurt. Michael Haynes, Marco, 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 Mark Colombo, David Terrell, Brian Erlocker. So to go from Tommy Harris to Erlocker, we've got four busts. <laughs> and then uh, the, before Erlocker were McNown and Curtis Enos. Fire trade for the love. 
I don't understand how anybody can say the picks are the problem with acquiring a Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. If you have other issues, I guess I'll listen. But don't tell me the price in picks is too much. This franchise doesn't get these picks right well enough. And what, enough. what team does? What team no does one. get I mean, for they're, exactly. they're the dynasties for a time? Mm-hmm. And even then, the Patriots, the great dynasty, they blew a ton of first-round picks. If anything, they were Ryan pacing it up in the late rounds and way better there. Mm-hmm. Also Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, as long as they can, like, get other picks later, I don't care about trading first at all. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. You made the playoffs. You trade the 20th pick, two more picks in the future, but you've got a franchise QB. Where do you suppose those picks will be in the first round? Uh, not uh, not in the top five, that's for sure. Which is the only way they're invaluable mm-hmm. at this point. The rest of it's a crapshoot. And even the top five's a crapshoot. See also the depressing history we just went through. My friend, you've laid out a very strong case. So Bravo. Bring on Russell Wilson and his unique personality. Yeah. Three it's picks. Take this it. is the closest we've been to a Hall of Fame QB in my life, and that's just because he put us on his trade list. <laughs> <laughs> being a oh, oh boy, oh boy, yeah. But you know, it's it's not going away. And you know, the Wentz talk that really didn't go away either. But that felt oh. a lot worse. You know, it felt like, like that, that. Felt like the Bears are being manipulated a little. Yeah, and like that was just, like the Colts were using the Bears to try to get more out of the Colts. That was like, oh, that won't just go away. Oh, and now with Russell Wilson, it's like, hey, it's not going away. It's not going away. Totally different feeling. Have you ever noticed Carson Wentz looks just like Prince, was it Harry? I I have noticed that, yeah. Yeah. Has anyone ever seen them in the same room at the same time? I never have, but uh, yeah. Did you watch that interview? I didn't watch that interview. No, I mean, I saw people reacting to it, but I quit caring about the British monarchs whenever I'm done with week five every year. And I know I was going to say George, the third is smiling. The more we, you know, so. Anyway. I thought I wanted to not care about them. No, it, it sounds pretty America. awful reading her. And that's about the extent of it. As far as I know. Yeah. Back to the bears. Bears. The real Kings of the North. So uh, we have a, uh, um, Bears-related news announcement, uh, uh, Kyle Long said he's going to play football again. That came out of nowhere. So, yeah, but someone me. needs to ask Kyle Long's knees and ankle if, he, if they plan <laughs> to play football as well. Well, yeah. No, best of luck to him. He was a great bear there for a little while. Um, what, three Pro Bowls, I think? Three? Something like, he was all pro one year, too. He did say his only regret was how he ran his mouth at the end, which makes me think, is he trying to – Get back in the Bears' good graces because well, I don't think that's happening. That's the thing. If he's not going to play for the Bears, and I think that's something that uh, we need to understand. Like that did not end well. He is not. He doesn't want to play for Matt Nagy in that regime, and they probably don't want him no, back uh, either. Not so. after the stuff he said. Apology notwithstanding, it's pretty far fetched. Yeah, there were just a lot of people that hey, Kyle Long's going to come back, and oh, that makes the line better. Like, no, well, no, no, he's not coming to. Yeah, anyway. I would be shocked if he was back with the Bears. Yeah, me too. I really don't see it happening. But I don't know what his market's going to be, though. Plus, with his bad knees, does he really want to face... ankle's bad, too, right? He's got that ankle that never healed. He, We couldn't have him play the Lions with his knees. No, oh, that'd be a gonna... tragedy. 
they're gonna bite his kneecaps off. He does kind of personality wise fit the Lions though. <laughs> he might. How about the Lions <laughs> not franchising Galladay? They didn't. I thought they did. No. No, he's he's the only one out of the big receiving core or group oh. of receivers or whatever. Because A Rob with an O and uh. Godwin and Galladay, two out of the three got tagged. Galladay did not. He's a free agent. Oh, maybe I saw Godwin. Godwin did. Maybe. Galladay okay. Didn't. That's okay. Yeah. I think that must be what I was thinking. The other G receiver. Yeah. Mm. So the Lions are tanking, apparently. <laughs> so Jared Goff is not going to have Galladay or Marvin Jones, most likely. Maybe they know that Jared Goff's no good. And they're just saying, you know what? If they were tanking, I would applaud them for tanking and hiring a meatball to entertain us in the meantime. That <laughs> just be a tremendous blessing. Detroit Lions, you just signed a meatball head coach to a six-year contract. What are you going to do next? Tank. Tank. That's why it's six <laughs> years. It actually kind of makes sense. Everyone's like, why is it getting so many years? Well, because they're throwing away the first year. Oh, my. Well, first year might be the first two. Probably. I mean, when the Lions tank, does it does anyone notice for that matter? <laughs> I mean, they did beat the Bears, so I got to watch it. But <laughs> I yeah. love the Lions. I want the Lions to win the division if it's not the Bears. Oh, no question. But no as question. I said during the season, sadly, until the QB position is fixed and the Bears win consistently, they're closer to the Lions than they are the Packers. Mm. Somewhere in between the two, really. There's your bucket of cold water. Thanks so much. So, Thanks Russell so much. Wilson tweeted the, about the Bible today and uh, okay. talked about the old being made new and everyone lost their minds that this must be a reference to the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be wonderful if it was. Is it like Revelation 21 or something like that? Make all things made new? No, I, I got to oh. figure out what, what the verse was now. I can't remember off the top of my head. That's right, folks. We know myself, Bears football still... and the Bible. I still have enough of a soul that I'm not going to go all Russell Wilson next to Jesus and all this, but boy, was it tempting. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, hang on. I'm trying to get the quote just right. Mm -hmm. Make sure I don't. Good time. I'll sing yeah, some yeah, jeopardy yeah. music. All right. There it is. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The oh. new is here. Yeah, that's, that's the, Second Corinthians five. Yeah, second. Yeah, second. Yeah, you knew that totally. Knew I that. Did to, yeah. yeah, yeah. Towards the uh, back, so, right? Isn't that towards yeah. the back of the Bible? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's after Hezekiah. No, oh the, yeah, uh, Hezekiah, my favorite. <laughs> so, and Bears fans on Twitter, just like the Bears are the new, and like people are like circling letters in it to spell Chicago, like <laughs> the E and H in Christ, mm. and then like the I and is. I don't. Know, you get the point. Mm -hmm. and, pretty hilarious uh, and at the same time he's a very spiritual guy and it's just kind of a weird random bible verse to just throw out there when you know for a couple weeks everyone's going crazy about your future I mean, uh -huh. it is kind of funny or trollish or something mm -hmm. but yeah. now we got to pray to the lord do a seance <laughs> light the candles <laughs> in the number three <laughs> oh you have not because you ask not Oh, holy Papa Bear. <laughs> Hallis be thy name. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of heresy, you have any thoughts on... Uh, no. <laughs> no, I've been dying more than anything else. I want to know your thoughts on Beth Moore leaving the SBC. 
I think the SBC is uh, a sinking ship. That's what the S stands for. Sinking Baptist anyway. ship. Yeah. <laughs> Breaks my heart it does. All right. Hey, uh, I, one thing I want our listeners to know is that you, my friend, big news, you have a book that you edited just released, right? You did. And I thought when you said, speaking of heresy, you were going to nail the segue <laughs> and bring up my book. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I couldn't do Yeah, that. I do. Uh, it's I've... a book I put together. I edited and wrote the intro and the conclusion. And it has five other scholars who are debating issues about the Israelite exodus from Egypt. Now, is this the Israelite exodus that's talked about in the book of Exodus? Or is this that's a different exodus? That one. It yeah. is the Exodus. So what are the, uh, the the theories about? Like if certain things happened or, or didn't? Or like the, when did these things happen? Like what's the debate both. about? Yeah, both. Um, four of the authors believe some sort of Exodus happened. And for mm. those four, it would be when and how many people, like what was the scope of it? So then you'll have the, you know, the Bible's version is fully, you know, literal historical truth. Just add up the dates and, you know, when Solomon builds the temple and that's when it happened. Then there's the, now the Bible is true, but we shouldn't look at numbers that way because ancient people didn't. And then they kind of have to figure out the date via other means, which is the camp I'm in. Mm, okay. Uh, and then there's a later theory, which is a smaller exodus. And then the last chapter that author, he subscribes to the view that the Exodus is a cultural memory, which may or may not have happened, but it's impossible to tell because it's a story that's been told for so many generations, even immediately after it, if it even took place, that it's so steeped in uh, ideology and things, the culture values, that we learn more about the people telling the story than we do the historicity of the event, hmm. which is kind of a slippery kind of Thing to try to trace but a pretty interesting view i disagree with it but he writes it really well <laughs> wow so they're all and then they go back and forth and get all uh into the debate and occasionally a little sassy with each other nice nice so Not, where do the they all point. where do they all stand on uh, charlton heston in this uh i mentioned him in the intro and that's the only time he comes up <laughs> okay of course right. hollywood got it all right the actual <laughs> the, in all seriousness the the impetus for the book was some of these documentaries that come out that like patterns of evidence and it's more like patterns of exaggeration mm. and it and i don't like how it makes well-meaning people look silly like they'll agree with it hook line and stinker and i'm like no scholar would say that if mm. you say that to a skeptic who knows his stuff he's gonna kill you in that debate mm. and so i wanted to give people not just a scholarly book but a book that your, your interested pastors and your interested lay people who, you know, they, they would have to be educated, I think, obviously, to a point. Uh, but people who want to know more about archaeology and want to know more about biblical backgrounds would have a different wow. starting point than the blogs and the documentaries, which usually get off the rails pretty quick. Mm. Wow, that sounds fun. Uh, who publishes it? Zondervan. And it's you can pre-order it now at all the usual places, and it releases April thirteenth. Sweet Zondervan, that's in Downers Grove, Illinois, isn't yep. it? Right? My friend. I'm sorry, Chris. If I don't know if you're gonna like it, I didn't include that many pictures or notes. <laughs> <laughs> I need pop-ups. 
<laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't understand. Oh, it. I'm just kidding. So uh, could I get? I could. Someone like me, uh, Meatball, could uh, read and appreciate what this book. That's the idea. Has to yeah. offer. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they get technical on a few things, but it's also they're trying to write sort of to each other and to everybody else. So it's it's okay. One last uh, question. Yeah, go ahead. One last question about that. 85 bears or the armies of Pharaoh, my friend? 85 bears. Bears! Bears. Ah, bears. <laughs> armies of Pharaoh. They got whooped by like... <laughs> the armies of Pharaoh. <laughs> and God. Which... They had a but franchise we've Pharaoh. covered the God part. We've got our <laughs> Russell Wilson seance. <laughs> Oh my goodness! He right, owes hey. us. We're due, Lord. That's please, seriously. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. You look at the Green Bay quarterbacks the last 40, 30 years. Oh no! And, Here we go again. Why? Why do the enemies prosper, oh Lord? <laughs> oh Lord, my friend, my God. My Soon friend. it will be our time of restoration. Amen, my friend. All right. Hey, maybe next time we'll have some um, big breaking bears news please. i am hoping that we have totally jinxed a quarterback move into happening so that this pod will be totally useless tomorrow just like it was when we said what? wilson was impossible and then the next day Schefter's like all right take a trade to the bears i'm like <laughs> we just said it was a pipe dream all right well let's go back to that it's a pipe dream it's not happening yeah it's not gonna we're gonna have nick Foles and yeah jacoby Brissett, and we aren't even gonna draft one because we must be made to suffer <laughs> yeah all right, man. Well, have a good night, and uh, talk to you next time. You too. Watch out for all the lightning. I'm I'm kind of scared to go. Outside. It's coming. Yeah. Oh man. It's we're supposed to. We're <laughs> I meant have... the Lord striking us dead, but you actually oh, have storms. <laughs> we actually have storms coming. That's what I thought you meant. I thought you were checking out my weather here. No, I I don't care that much, Chris. I hope yep. you're safe. But there there are animals in pairs walking around towards big boats here in Kansas. Oh, okay. It's coming. Yeah. You got your your trusty bears float ready. I do, yeah. It's like it's water wings, bears, water wings. I'd like to think yeah. in an apocalyptic scenario, all of your like doomsday prepper stuff is bears themed. <laughs> you know, you got, like got a bears rucksack and bears boots, <laughs> bears Swiss Army knife, <laughs> bears camping gear, bears camping uh, cookware, yeah. <laughs> bears cans of spam, bears. <laughs> bears road flares my friend <laughs> there you go perfect they're orange it would work it, oh whoa whoa new million dollar business idea wow yeah all right oh, for real this well, time we, see we tried to hang up a minute ago we'll see. <laughs> hope is a good thing maybe the best of things and no good thing ever dies bears, bears. you've been meatballed <laughs> And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. <laughs>